1: Go to shopify.com/try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/try.
3: Hello and welcome to the Press This WordPress Community Podcast on Webmaster Radio. I'm your host, Stepping In for David. My name is Anthony Bruchel. I'm a WordPress innovation developer at WP Engine, and I'm also a core contributor to the WordPress project. Uh, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and iHeartRadio, or download the latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. In this episode, uh, we are going to be speaking with Akshat Chaudhary uh, to talk about bit about how he built up his business blog vault uh, and uh, and we're going to kind of dive into a few few uh, ways to break into the uh, WordPress ecosystem uh, we're looking at we'll be looking at how to position position yourself as a business in the WordPress space as well as discussing some methodologies in building a security based product for WordPress uh, Akshat has a ton of experience in building services around WordPress and I'm excited to hear him share some of these stories uh, hi Akshat. how are you
4: Hi Anthony, thank you for having me on your show. I'm really excited.
3: Yeah, yeah. So did you get back from WordCamp EU? Okay.
4: Oh yeah, WordCamp EU was a lot of fun. Uh, what
3: was what was the best thing that you had out there? What was any any cool stories?
4: You know, I should not really say, but uh, and hopefully the rest of my team does not listen to this. But the after party was definitely amazing, and uh, uh, the uh, the WordCamp EU. Organizing team did a fantastic job.
3: Yeah, the view was epic from that, I, I hear. So I, I actually didn't get to make it out to the after party. I was so bummed. I was actually a little sick that time. But but yeah, well, it's good to have you on. Um, let's let's dive right into this. Um, so let's start really quick with your origin story. Where, where How did you get uh, caught up in WordPress?
4: All right, so I still consider myself a WordPress outsider, but definitely at that time, I was a WordPress outsider. I barely knew of WordPress, and this was about se- seven years ago, or maybe eight. Uh, I was an engineer working at a l- big software company here in India, and I started, uh, I thought there was a need for a WordPress backup product and uh, created a plugin thinking it's a two weeks job. It's seven years since then, and I'm still working on it. So so yeah, that's, that's how I st- really started off with uh, with WordPress and WordPress backups.
3: Were you working with any other software prior?
4: Uh, so I did dabble around with a few, uh, some, uh, a bit of uh, different types of software as well as startups here in India, mm-hmm. but uh, not with much success. I think uh, Blog World, with BlogVault, we really started seeing traction mm-hmm. about a year in. What about WordPress do you think
3: makes it so uh, viable for a business? I-
4: uh I think uh, especially uh, I think the scale of WordPress is uh, uh, very interesting because because it's so widely uh, adopted uh, okay. uh, and being the largest CMS the, the other part of it is WordPress is highly uh, is used extensively by small businesses
0: mm-hmm.
4: yeah. and, and while it has a and uh, unfortunately that's how we got our name blog vault so while it had its origin to blogs small businesses have uh, really adopted it for cmss and uh, again uh, because of which there is there is uh, they are willing to spend money on quality products so it uh, it helps build other businesses on top of wordpress mm
3: mm-hmm. yeah yeah well cool well, that's awesome so so tell me a little bit about blog vault like wh- what what kind of services do you provide
4: all right so we started off as a WordPress backup service. The idea was to have a very reliable word, uh, backup solution for WordPress. Uh, we are strong believers in having great backups for your for your WordPress site or actually for any data or any software that's important to you, but definitely for your WordPress site. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted to have it as a service and not as a plugin because, again, that's so- something else we strongly believe in that backups and uh, some of the other products that we work on are best served as a uh, best utilized as a service because uh, things can go wrong and having an external entity which is completely independent of your wordpress site is critical to having a, doing a good job
3: Sure, sure, and uh, okay. That's that's interesting. So, so I, I I've noticed a recent push that you've made towards security. Uh, was that some kind of discovery in the process of of handling migrations and things like that, or how did that come about?
4: All right. So yeah, here it gets. Uh, uh, and this is where uh, uh, it, so the origin really happened maybe three four years ago when we started seeing that a lot of our uh, customers when they uh, while we were backing up their websites they would ask for restores when the sites would get hacked.
1: Mm-hmm. And
4: uh, upon helping the customers out with their uh, with their sites, essentially helping them get rid of the hacking at many times, we realized that the sites would get hacked uh, like months or even a year before the customer realized. Mm-hmm. And uh, because we had a history of the backups and a history of the site, we, we, we had this information available with us that the site was hacked. Long before, so the question then became: Why didn't the customer discover the hack earlier? And why didn't they clean it up uh, by themselves? And that's 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 essentially got me uh, uh, forced us to look into the problem, where we uh, realized that the existing tools out there just do not do a good enough job when it comes to identifying malware.
3: Okay. Now, where, where do you think they lack?
4: All right. So, <laughs> honestly, we thought uh, we didn't realize how difficult the real uh, the problem really is. Obviously, because the others were not able to do the job uh, equally well, we uh, we thought that there is something more to be done. But we didn't realize that the problem is so difficult. We started dabbling with it, and uh, uh, frankly, we're a small company. And even then, since the problem was so interesting, we st- started investing very heavily in. Different mechanisms in which we can identify if a site is hacked or not. We did all the obvious uh, obvious tricks which you can think of, like matching against the core repository, uh, and all of those things. And we realized, and we thought that that would get, bring us to success. Unfortunately, as as you go deeper into this, you realize that that is just scratching the surface and does barely gives you enough signal to identify if a site is hacked and then that's when we started going deeper into what does a hack look like what does a hacked site look like mm-hmm. and then because we have backed up hundreds of thousands of sites we ut- we understood that we have to utilize that learning to tell whether a site is hacked or not mm-hmm. and that's essentially the uh, that's essentially the methodology that we followed to Build our system. again the big challenge over here was security is first of all there, there was uh, the unknown the technical unknown over here the technology of, uh, the unknown of technology on top of it there was the unknown of uh, competition also because you have very very large competition in the market. So some of some of this we were kind of naive about in other places we had a thought process.
3: -hmm so, so so yeah, so you mentioned like there there are so many security products out there, like what 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 would you say is your one key differentiator in your security service?
4: All right, so we do I think we, we I would like to say that we can find hacks which frankly no one else can find. no other security product out there mm-hmm. uh, at least as far as we have seen. That's what we have invested a large amount of time in, but then we can also do things which because we can find hacks which no one else can find, We are also able to clean the site with a click of a button, Mm -hmm. which again, almost uh, we have not seen any other product being able to do that. And all of this is happening on our servers, again, because we are a big believer in uh, software as a service model for WordPress. So that's uh, because all of it is happening on our servers, there is no load on the WordPress site. Very interesting. So those are the differentiating those are the differentiating factors when it comes to our product.
3: That's awesome. So so when you were when you were building this out, uh I, I always love to hear stories of 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 ways that things did not work out as intended, or maybe I hate to say the word failures, but failures kind of implies that you learn something and you build off of that. Like what what are do any stories stand out of some things that, that kind of broke in the process and, and 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 resulted in an epic learning?
4: Uh so the, I think the very origin of it was like we didn't realize how difficult the problem really was. And it took us almost three years to get to a stage where we could say with some, we started seeing maybe some sense of doing the right thing, maybe two years, to, two and a half, uh, yeah, a little over two years in that, we, okay, maybe we are onto something. But it was almost three years before, uh, before we got. A solution which actually seemed to work and make a difference. And you can imagine for a company of our size at that time we were like six or seven people mm-hmm. having to invest like two into almost five man years of time, uh, of mm-hmm. engineering effort was crazy and every day would question, first of all, we don't have the technology. Then do we have, uh, we don't have, definitely don't have the mar- uh, market strength where you have c- plugins which have 2 million 3 million installs yeah and you have you have products out there who, which are household names essentially sure. should we even so it was it it wasn't the most uh, encouraging things especially with a when you're solving for a technology uh for an unknown technology problem where you don't know where, whether you'll actually succeed or not yeah so yeah it it is not an easy and today looking back we can we can look at look look at look at it with some some sort of fondness, but it could have gone completely wrong. Uh, That's interesting. Well, well, let's
3: dive into that a little bit more. Let's take a quick break, really quick, to to hear some commercials. But uh, I, w- I would love to get back into how you kind of broke into the market. So uh, so stay tuned,
2: and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more. Press this in just a moment. St. Jude continues
5: to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer. And donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, there are some things that only we can do because we have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it,
3: who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org.
5: blog blog webmasterradio.fm we're the talk of the town webmasterradio.fm thanks for listening
2: webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere let's press forward with more press this only on webmasterradio.fm
3: and we're back talking with akshat from blog vault hi akshat again uh, so we were just talking about uh, how how you kind of uh, there were some struggles breaking into the market and how it was kind of a uh, uh, the 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 plugin ecosystem itself. You have some plugins that have millions of downloads and they're kind of just the default for everyone, uh, and and kind of driving your differentiator. Um, so l- let's let's talk a little bit more about breaking into the market. Uh, how how did you? How were you able to kind of bring yourself and position yourself as one of these plugins? Because that's always a hard part. I feel like is establishing your brand and your 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 uh, your your driving differentiator.
4: All right. So, uh, I wouldn't say that we have we have broken in completely. There there is a lot of enthusiasm, especially when you make an, a a technological breakthrough. That wow, we have done something. Now the world will come after us. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, why, if you do if you are completely outside the ecosystem definitely that is very misplaced but even after having a pretty successful product in the WordPress ecosystem even then the challenge remained yeah uh, we built this we were very bullish about it our customers whoever we showed it to loved it but still there was uh, yeah, yeah you build it and people nobody really comes down and break breaks your door so <laughs> that enthusiasm uh, while it still remains we are still very enthusiastic about the technology it uh, your reality sinks in very very quickly all right mm-hmm. uh, having said that we knew that it is uh, we have to be in it on the uh, in the uh, for the long run and we also had one, uh, one one of our principles here is that backups and security go hand in hand and a customer buying backups will buy security, and a customer buying security will buy backups. Mm-hmm. So and, do you find uh,
3: yourself justifying, like the se- or, or 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 positioning yourself as the security scanning, or are you trying to more when you're bringing in new uh, new users to? Are you trying to sell them on Blog Vault as a whole? Is it is it kind of a? I guess it might be case by case, or how does that work?
4: Okay, so that's actually another problem which we we, we which we faced. Like again, small team. Small teams. I think uh, all of these. I think this, these problems exist in almost any company, but in small teams, this these things just get uh, amplified, where you don't have resources for anything. So for us, the question was: should we have two brands or should we have one?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, eventually, we our theory says said that while people are buying backups and security together, when people are looking for a backup, they are looking for the best product in backup, and in that case, if while we had the best product in backup and hopefully have the best product in security, uh, it was not uh, conveying that would be very difficult with one product or with one brand. So,
1: mm-hmm. which is
4: why we st- we split the products into two brands. Again, I think the jury is out there. We will know maybe three or five years down the line whether this was a good decision to make. As of now, we are seeing that uh, the uh, people are... When they are looking for a security product, they are looking for a security product, and when and they do buy together, but the primary motivation is at that time security, or the primary motivation is buying a backup product. But it's rarely that people are looking to buy both at the same time. When they find both in one place, they definitely are happy. But
3: it's uh, in, interesting. And and do you have any customers that that kind of uh, uh, don't want the security piece tied to their backup service? Are there any that are just have a hard line of I want my security handled by a different company, or or is is that a
4: struggle? So we don't we don't impose it upon the customers for sure. So we give them the def- we give them the option of just having blog vault or just having Malcare, uh, If you just want security or if you just want backups, though we uh, and we have customers in both buckets. I think we should do a better job in cross selling and upselling. Uh, but apart from that. Uh, it's not been a. You know, what would I say? Yeah, people have not because we are, we don't push it down people's throat. They have not been and there's not been a negative uh, a feedback from the customer around it. It's mostly been oh, you also do security? Wow, can I try it out? Yes, that lo- that looks great. Let me let me buy that. So, it that's more like. Uh, uh, buying cycle rather than the other way around, where people are like, "Don't know, no, I don't, I don't care about your security." In case people don't have a need for that, that's fine, and they don't buy that product.
3: That's interesting. Yeah.
4: So, so how do you
3: view the like the competitive marketplaces for for plugins? Uh, do you do you do you feel like they help get your uh, your business or your your company promoted in a way that that positions you for getting acquired or or kind of bought by another bigger company?
4: Uh, so uh, so getting acquired and getting bought by another bigger company, we honestly never really think about it. We have been very lucky to be in an ecosystem which which we discussed earlier has has a commercial nature to it. while people complain about WordPress being uh, very uh, focused on free and cheap. Mm-hmm. I think because of businesses utilizing it, there is a need for quality products and we have been lucky enough that we are in a market. Where people are willing to pay for quality products. This ensures that we have a robust business around backups, and now we are trying to build another robust business around security in an integrated manner. Uh, this ensures that we don't have to worry about funding, we don't have to worry about getting acquired or anything of that sort. We have a vision, and we are just trying to ex- execute on that vision. Coming to your question on marketplace, that's a uh, from wordpress perspective there are a couple of marketplaces which are big dif- uh, which can make a big difference to your product i think the biggest one being the theme forest uh, or invato marketplaces uh, being a service we are not very much aligned to their model so we, uh, we do not have a very clear insight as to how that can affect a business like us I think we have we definitely have seen quite a few uh, plugins being tremendously successful Mm -hmm. in in those marketplaces. The other things which we think feel is important is partnering with the people in the ecosystem Mm
3: -hmm.
4: or working together with the uh, with the other companies in the ecosystem, and that's that's one of the approaches we are trying to do to get our word out there, just to have customers or. People like every time you attend a WordCamp Europe or a WordCamp US or any other WordCamp, you meet the rest of the uh, product companies from the ecosystem. And that gives you an opportunity to try and figure out a way to work together because they have the same, in many ways, the same need as as us, every other WordPress uh, product in the ecosystem. Some of them are obviously larger than the others, and I think it all works in tandem.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. And and do you do you view the, the so you, we've talked a little bit about the community? Uh, do you view the word camps and and kind of conferences like that as a as a very good place to promote your business, or what what has your experience been in those?
4: All right. So again, we we have had in fact uh, we have had quite a few uh, conversations around it camps one camps. sorry I don't know if uh, if someone from your or from the audience has not been to a WordCamp. wordcamp is this unique uh, and I again I've not participated in too many other open source communities but word camps definitely are are an amazing like a meetup kind of uh, at a larger scale of very uh, community oriented people who are focused on the good, goodness of WordPress I would say and so there is that's that's the and because this is such a it's such a community oriented conference, the commercial nature of it, uh, you cannot just go in there asking looking to extract stuff from the community. So you have to participate in it. Yeah. At the same time, there are possibilities. One of the ways, one of the easiest ways to participate is to sponsor a WordCamp. There are mm-hmm. many other ways like volunteering to contributing to just attending and uh, we've had an opportunity to participate in every single mechanism. I think if you try and go personally from my experience maybe five years ago when I first started attending this conference uh, the word camps I was I was that entrepreneur with a chip looking to hard sell and you realize that that's that doesn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just participating in the community and over time as you r- reach a stage where you can Sponsor a WordCamp lets you have a lot better conversations with potential customers and also community community members.
3: Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more with that. Like, that, that's something that I always tell people, is if you're looking to get involved in the WordPress community or involved in a WordCamp, don't just have a booth and try and sell at your booth. Try and be active in the community. Try and talk to people. And And I couldn't agree more with that. And, and that's an awesome learning that you shared there. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and uh, and we'll be right back. I think I have one more question for you, actually before we close. And uh but yeah, we'll
2: take a quick break. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more press this in just a moment.
5: Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Welcome to the Webmaster Institute for Financial Advancement, WebmasterRadio.fm. It's like radio with a Ph.D. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere.
2: Let's press forward with more Press This, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
3: And we're back. And uh, we're speaking with Akshat from Blog Vault, um, and we were talking a bit about about uh, how participation in the WordPress community is uh, is kind of key to uh, to kind of the success of a business in the WordPress ecosystem, and we were just talking about WordCamps and how how participation in the WordCamp is is not just having a booth and hard selling, but rather uh, contributing to the conversations, talking with everyone, finding where your business can help in the community, and uh, and so I had a quick question also uh, about. Um, Sort of the the roadmap of BlogVault. Uh, do you do you have any any plans to stretch out into other products or anything else in the future that we can look forward to?
4: So we are focused uh, in a big way in having an integrated product around backups and security for uh, for developers. So making the job of of a developer uh, much easier when it comes to managing. A large number of websites. In such cases, uh, backups and security form very important pillars for the developer and there are a host of services around, around these, like uh, staging and plugin management, theme management, uptime monitoring. So all of these together help a developer out uh, in ensuring the well-being of their, their customer sites so that's what that's what we are focused on and we believe having strong backups and security products is key to achieving this
3: well that's awesome that's, that's very admirable I, I love the ideas <laughs> well cool thank you so well thank you so much Akshat for answering these questions and uh, everyone you can stay up to date with Akshat and BlogVault at blogvault.com uh, and uh, but yeah, so thanks again for listening to the Press This WordPress Community Podcast on Webmaster Radio. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download the latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. Again, I'm your host, uh, Anthony Bruchelle. I'm a WordPress innovation developer at WP Engine and a core contributor. If you'd like to read up more on me, you could Google the name, but. Thank you again for joining us, um, and have a good one.
5: The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.